We will now begin our teaching, Yeshua is the way. In order to avoid sin, we need to keep our focus on God and be attracted to the things of God. We should have a God-centered life. This portion talks about various offerings, what they were for, and how they were to be done. We see Cain and Abel making offerings in Genesis, so after the fall of Adam and Eve, they must have been instructed by God to make offerings. In fact, offerings were made by Abel in Genesis chapter 4, by Noah Genesis chapter 7, by Abraham in Genesis chapters 12,13, and 22, by Isaac in Genesis chapter 26, and by Jacob in Genesis chapters 33 and 46. Contrary to some theological thought, Adam and Eve were close to God and their descendants who followed the true God were also close to God. Noah, who did what was right, was in communication with God and God had him build an ark to save mankind. Over thousands of years, mankind has had the choice whether to be attracted to the things of God or to do things their own way. We live in a time of testing. How will we live, how will we react, what are the motivations for our plans? Will we pass the test? The Bible says God knows our thoughts. Psalm 139 2-3 NKJV says, You know my sitting down and my rising up, you understand my thought afar off. You comprehend my path and my lying down, and are acquainted with all my ways. God knows all and He knows what motivates us. People are in general more concerned about passing their tests at school or at work, or following man-made commandments that they think please their denomination instead of pleasing God and keeping God's commandments. Even most observant Jews are more concerned about following the added man-made commandments of the rabbis than the Bible. Keep God's commandments. Deuteronomy 4 2 NKJV says, You shall not add to the word which I command you, nor take from it that you may keep the commandments of the Lord your God. Every day our focus should be on doing what God says in the Bible and not doing things our own way. That is how we pass the test. Every day we need to be attracted to the things of God like a person who loves chocolate or sweets. Psalm 119 103-104 NKJV says, How sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Through your precepts I get understanding therefore I hate every false way. The word false there in Psalm 119 can also mean to sham according to Strong's Enhanced Dictionary. To sham means to give someone false or misleading information that tricks them. Don't we all hate shams that try to deceive us? I remember ordering something through the mail that looked great in the ad, but when I got it, it was more toy-like than what was depicted, and it was worthless. I was fooled, I was shammed. God's commandments are good for us. Stay away from the false ideas and shams of mere people. The Bible says that the lies and false doctrine of mankind are just shams and false information, they are often worthless or can even lead people into destructive sinful ways and even the lake of fire mentioned in the Bible, see Revelation 21 8. Some of the false doctrines include that circumcision is abolished. Sha'ul said he taught circumcision. Galatians 5 11 NKJV says, If I still preach circumcision, why do I still suffer persecution? Adults were not required to be circumcised because it was life-threatening at the time. Those who were teaching adult circumcision were Torah breakers because the Torah teaches us to value life. 
Yeshua refers to Deuteronomy 22 4 when he says in Luke 14 5 NKJV, Which of you, having a donkey or an ox that has fallen into a pit, will not immediately pull him out on the Sabbath day? Saving and valuing life is important, especially people's lives. Also, mankind is created in God's image. Wrong teaching has caused people to disobey God and not understand the Scriptures properly. In this case the Torah breakers were causing people to die. Another insidious doctrine is the supposed validity of a church or denomination by association with the Twelve Apostles. Shaul, Paul, is a messenger for God, apostles are messengers, like the many previous messengers God sent out in the Old Testament portion like the prophets Isaiah or Jeremiah etc. In the Gospels, Yeshua sends out twelve, then seventy, and also Shaul, Paul, says that he is sent out, he is an apostle. Also, Shaul says that being sent is a common gift ministry in Ephesians 4:11 NKJV, and he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. There are perhaps thousands of apostles over the ages and also other ministries. For example, Shaul mentions two more apostles in Romans 16:7 NKJV, greet Andronicus and Unia, my countrymen and my fellow prisoners, who are of note among the apostles. Unia is a woman's name. Churches or denominations that claim authenticity through the apostles or have people who claim to be apostles are often trying to claim that they are special, they are proud. Proverbs 16:5 NKJV says, Everyone proud in heart is an abomination to the Lord, though they join forces, none will go unpunished. Using the word apostle has been tainted by its improper association. Wrong teaching about apostles has intentionally controlled people and kept them in false belief systems. Also, when Shaul says that our faith is based on the apostles and prophets, he means the Old Testament apostles and prophets who wrote the Old Testament. Without the Old Testament, we would have no Messiah and nothing to base our faith on. Remember, there was no New Testament at the time he wrote his letters so he is talking about the sent ones, the apostles of the Old Testament. Someone could write a book on all the false doctrines that have been developed both intentionally and by not understanding the biblical context. Kepha warns us in 2 Peter 3:16 NKJV, untaught, and unstable people, twist, to their own destruction. What were they untaught in? They were untaught in the Torah and the Old Testament portion scriptures, there was no New Testament portion at the time. Put good and godly thoughts in your mind. Use the scriptures to focus your thoughts appropriately. I use the scriptures to help me all the time. Get to know key scriptures that you can use to guide you. Isaiah 26 3 NKJV says, You will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. When I am not at peace, this is one of several scriptures that comes to my mind. I trust in God and I give him what is bothering me and confess my trust in his ability to heal me or help me, or whatever is the issue. This scripture in Isaiah is one of the many scriptures I have memorized and apply to my life. I have some nine pages of scriptures printed out that have been key to my walk with God. That is how you get control of your thoughts you replace the wrong thinking with right thoughts. Regardless of how others deal with issues, we need to get our thoughts in the right place, so, get control of your thoughts. Be appropriate in what you understand to be true. Act reasonably.
We need to be a people who have a conscience. Does what I do please God, am I leading people to do what is right or to what is wrong? I once knew a lawyer who worked for a law firm that was somewhat unscrupulous. He told someone at work that he could not in conscience agree with their practice in regards to a particular issue and when his boss found out, they fired him on the spot. His co-worker told the boss what he said. Because he got fired, he had trouble finding another job. God blessed him though and what he does now has impacted perhaps hundreds of thousands of people. It is truly amazing the impact he has had. He probably thought at the time, how will I take care of my family, or why is this happening to me? One person taking a stand has led to the blessing of thousands. So, stand and be faithful. Someone once told me that people give up at times just before God is going to use them. So, do not give up. Will we look back on our lives and see the good we have done or the destruction we have left in our wake, the destruction we have caused by our wrong speech or actions? Deuteronomy 10 12-13 NKJV says, What does the Lord your God require of you, but to fear the Lord your God, to walk in all His ways and to love Him, to serve the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, and to keep the commandments of the Lord and His statutes which I command you today for your good. It says God's commandments are for our good. I was watching a story about some guy who was supposed to be smart and educated. His idea of progress was to commit murder. I am not kidding you. He is like another Hitler spreading his doctrine of getting rid of anyone he thought was a burden on society. He is the burden on society. Fortunately for us, we have a better group of people that we belong to, we are a people who have a conscience and care about others. The thinking of the world and the thinking of mankind can be so much different than what God wants for us. Look at what it says in Romans 12. Romans 12 10-19 NKJV be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love, in honor giving preference to one another, not lagging in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing steadfastly in prayer, distributing to the needs of the saints, given to hospitality. Bless those who persecute you, bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice, and weep with those who weep. Be of the same mind toward one another. Do not set your mind on high things, but associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own opinion. Repay no one evil for evil. Have regard for good things in the sight of all men. If it is possible, as much as depends on you, live peaceably with all men. Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to wrath, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. The message from God and Yeshua, Jesus, is so much different than the world's message, isn't it? God tells us to be kind, have hope, be patient, pray, because God can answer prayers, help each other financially, rejoice, and don't think you are too smart to listen to others. Do not do evil, and we are to live peaceably. That is the message of our Messiah Yeshua. He is the head of His people, and we are part of His body of believers. God has put together His body of believers with Yeshua as the head. Sha'ul refers to believers in the Messiah as being part of a body of believers. Each part is necessary to be a functioning body. For example, our body needs its various parts like hands, feet, and head. 
Sha'ul said that Yeshua is the head of the believers and not anyone or anything else and that Yeshua is at work in His people. Colossians 2 19 NKJV, holding fast to the head, from whom all the body, nourished and knit together by joints and ligaments, grows with the increase that is from God. Yeshua is the head of the believers and not a denomination. We hold fast to the Messiah and not to the shams and fake doctrines of man. Ephesians 4:14-16 NKJV says that we should no longer be children, tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine, by the trickery of men, in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting, but, speaking the truth in love, may grow up in all things into Him who is the Head, Christ from whom the whole body, joined and knit together by what every joint supplies, according to the effective working by which every part does its share causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. Sha'ul says we are to each do our part and build up the body of believers. We are to no longer be deceived by everything we hear but speak God's ways in a loving and caring way. He says that each part of the body is effective and helps the body of believers to function. This is amazing, isn't it? We have something to celebrate and something wonderful to be part of have joy in being part of his body of believers. Sha'ul said in Philippians 4 4-7 NKJV, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, Rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. We have so much to be thankful for. God has given us His commandments and the right way to live, and it is a good way to live. Why not have joy? Why be anxious? Keep praying and allow God's peace to fill you up. Allow God to guard your mind through the Messiah Yeshua, Christ Jesus. God tells us to be thankful for what we have been given. Hebrews 13 15-16 NKJV says, Therefore by Him let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God, that is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to His name. But do not forget to do good and to share, for with such sacrifices God is well pleased. God requires a sacrifice for our shortcomings, our sin, Leviticus 17:11 NKJV says, It is the blood that makes atonement. God made a way for all to come to Him through the Messiah Yeshua. People are prone to sin and doing things their own way instead of doing what is right. Have a God-centered life. Do not be shammed or fooled by mankind's ideas. Instead, put godly, good, thoughts in your mind. Control your thoughts with the help of the Scriptures. Have a proper understanding of things and act reasonably. We are part of a wonderful body of believers in the Messiah so be filled with joy and be thankful. We will now recite the ironic Blessing. Adonai or Lord in all caps in our Bibles is the name for God which is pronounced Yehovah. Yehovah is used over 6,000 times in the Old Testament portion. Since God's name is used that many times, it is evident that we should be using His real name. According to Exodus 3:15, Yehovah is God's true name forever. Of course, we should use His name with respect. Yehovah is an acronym formed from the Hebrew verb Haya. Yehovah means, He existed, He exists, and He will exist. I want to honor God's name.
The ancient rabbis say that Jehovah is God's name. 2,363 different manuscripts of the Bible point God's name as Jehovah, once as Yehovah, never as Yahweh. The Church Fathers said God's name is Jehovah. Yeshua said in Matthew 23:39 NKJV, You shall see me no more till you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Yeshua is quoting Psalm 118:26. The word Lord in that verse in Psalms is Jehovah. Numbers 6:27 says we are to put God's name on his people. Let's say the ironic blessing from Numbers 6:24 to 26. Yehovah bless you and keep you. Yehovah make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. Yehovah lift up his face upon you and give to you peace. Amen. Thank you for joining us today and may God bless you and keep you.